This is the Discovery 2020 podcast, led by the student group from PSGE, Abdul, Mark, and Alishro. We understand that last year was chaotic, with the news cycle being dominated by COVID-19, the rioting, protests, shootings, and the presidential election. We want to inform people that the world didn't stop because of Global North did. There are happenings occurring worldwide that can have lasting effects, COVID-19 or not. For this reason, in our new podcast, we want to talk about things that may not have been a dominant narrative at the time, or on more obscure news stories. Okay, we want to start something a little bit different this week. We want to do a episode 3.5, where we talk about scientific discoveries that happened in 2020, or any other technological advance, or how it affected us. So today, we got, what is it? The Alistair, sound off! <laughs> what? Sound off, buddy boy. What the fuck? Yeah, Alistair, what's mean? up? All right, hello, guys. I'm Abdul, and uh, you're joined by Alistair. Yep. I'm going to say your name twice. And Mark. Okay. All right, all right, all right Alistair. This is your topic. You wanted to bring this up. You get really excited. So, okay, so, all right, tell us about this. So, I had, um, late 2020, I believe, that uh, Fizzer made a, you could say, a groundbreaking discovery regarding the nature of black holes and the information that's being taken from it. So to give a little bit of context, there is a, there's something called the black hole information paradox. To summarize, stuff falls into a black hole. And over time, a long, long time, the black hole evaporates. So what happened to that stuff? According to uh, the rules of uh, physics, especially within gravity, specifically the rules of gravity, that information is gone. That information should no longer exist uh, within the reality. It, uh, once it's been taken in, it should have been broken down to its uh, elemental uh, particles or element, elemental states. But according to the rules of quantum mechanics, uh, um, information cannot be lost. That information should have gone somewhere else, either through uh, quantum entanglement or through uh, superpositioning. So this creates whoa, like whoa, a... Whoa, 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 whoa. You're going to throw superposition like I know what that means? Come on. What is it? What does that mean? What does that mean? Superposition is, uh, in my current understanding of it, is essentially the observation of what the particle is its state of. So... The discovery was made when they used this uh, slit and experiment where they essentially used uh, different uh, sources like photons, like light, and they attempted to check out uh, how it behaves. According to their research, they discovered that normally a, uh, a light should behave, according to their calculation, should behave like a particle instead of being uh, like a continuous uh, wave. Instead, uh, it's a burst of uh, photons going through space. But during the experiment, they discovered that it is both. That some uh, that in certain uh, positions or certain uh, viewpoints, it does act in uh, different ways. Sometimes it acts like a wave, and some moments it acts like a particle. So that gives a little bit of summary. So, well, just for reason. So, as in, isn't this kind of like qubits where the quality of whatever it is changes depending on uh, who's observing it? It's not so much about who's observing it. It's more so the state in which the particle travels through uh, um, space. And to give you a better understanding of it, let's look into Sword of Danger's uh, cat. So 
if you put a can into a box and you have like let's say a bomb a bomb that will go out randomly, according to superposition, um, the cat is in a state of being both alive and dead. As long as that uh, that situation that you open it does not hasn't occurred yet, they start splitting off into different possibilities once uh, the situation once the uh, situation actually occurs which is you opening the box and seeing if the cat is alive or dead so right. in the case of the particles it's about we don't uh, we cannot directly absorb how they behave until we have uh, there's a condition that's met for it all right all right I kind of put so to, to make things simpler what you're saying i was sure is say for example if a 100 kilogram astronaut falls in the hole the black hole and yeah. the hole will obviously gain in mass by 100 kilograms since yeah. the astronaut fell in, right? So yet when the hole emits the equivalent of 100 kilograms in radiation, the radiation is completely unstructured, right? So yeah. nothing about the radiation reveals whether it came from an astronaut or like space dust. Is that uh, what you're trying to say? Kind of like that, except that this one is less about the superposition of atoms. It's more so about... Um, physicists not being able to figure out whether or not uh, the you know, that information is actually from uh, an external object or is it from the energy that's being dissipated by the black hole i'm just curious i'm just curious here so yeah. we, we know now that information isn't actually lost but if it was the opposite what would that mean to science um if it means that it was lost that that's essentially uh, we basically have to rework on the idea of quantum entanglement and uh, how do uh, information works within the quantum level. Because if energy can be destroyed, that uh, kind of breaks apart how do... Well, if energy particles is destroyed, work. then that, that, bypass, that um, invalidates the law of thermodynamics. Yeah. So that, that also kind of uh, invalidates uh, quite a bit of things and there has to be a little bit of reworking to do. So this discovery is a big thing because it does uh, provide proof that the information is not being lost. That the theories that we created for uh, some qu quantum theories is holds up uh, as of now, especially when you have such extreme conditions, like be, uh, being broken apart to your elemental uh, stages. Whoa, that's a nice little spiel there, Alisher. Well informed. I guess so. You guess so. I like it, Alisher. You sounded knowledgeable. I'll give that. That's a sticker if I ever see one. I guess so. And there has been a graph that has been created in regards to something called entangled, entanglement entropy, which, according to Stephen Hawking's original calculation, this quantity keeps rising until the black hole dies. But if the information gets out, the entanglement entropy should instead follow the page curve. So what the curve shows is that over time, as time goes on, the maximum amount of content starts decreasing, but the amount of Hawking entropy, which is the amount of information that's being scrambled apart increases. But once you reach a certain point in time, which according to many physicists, it's the apex when the black hole is starting to reach its final stages of life. That's when the information start, should start 
the, the, the entropy, uh, take my entropy of particles should start decreasing. So essentially what that means is that particles are being less scrambled apart. Instead, they should be exiting out. So basically, this just is reaffirming that our current understanding of laws of physics are, well, true, right? It's true. And it also fixes the whole problem that we had originally, which was the information paradox, because the whole squabble from the beginning was essentially a debate between gravity and quantum mechanics. Whereas gravity has always stated that with enough mass, the black hole should no longer allow that information to escape or otherwise, or in some cases, straight up not allowed to exist anymore due to the extreme conditions of breaking it down further and further and further. But quantum entanglement argued that, hey, that information is never lost. You can keep breaking apart. A good analogy would be like a penny. You can keep cutting the penny in half and half. However, you will, it will still, the particles with that penny will always exist, no matter how many times you keep on breaking it apart. Hmm. Whoa, wait, wait. Is that your final thing to say there? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, actually, I wouldn't mind doing more of the science ones. Or maybe it's being more... I, yeah, I would also love to talk more, especially since there is a new discovery in nothing, which is levitating trains and looseless power transmission and perfect energy storage. Regarding, and this is achieved through something called superconductivity. So essentially... You know, you, Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't get something. too far into that right now, then. Yeah. Uh, and just to give like a quick summary, it's basically they uh, reach an optimal temperature where uh, atoms or particles stop uh, moving, or very least, reach a point where the atoms are slowly moving instead. Huh. Well, you can talk about that. Well, yeah, you choose that one next time around. Yeah. You actually talked a lot about this. Yeah. I, I didn't know you can get that many minutes out of this. It's pretty good, actually. Yeah, but again, I still have to... Uh, there might be some things that may be a little bit off, but this is like my best understanding of that uh, situation. But if uh, any of our viewers wants to figure out more, go uh, check out Quantum Magazine's article for Black Hole, uh, the most famous paradox in physics near its end. Well, I'll tell us you're trying to wrap up. Yeah. I was sure. Abdul, yeah. I think that's a wrap.